Hello and welcome to Blue Rose, a criminal justice podcast hosted by Dr. Richard Diffley. That is me. So I would like to start this off by saying that uh, with a disclaimer that I am not a licensed attorney. I did not study law. I am a doctor of criminal justice. I studied the criminal justice system and this should not be taken as legal advice. This is meant as entertainment. And this is the very first episode. Uh, a little bit about the show is, yes, I'm a doctor of criminal justice. I've studied the criminal justice. I've worked in a number of areas in the criminal justice system. I And for the show, I really don't have a script. I'm just kind of talking off the cuff on ideas that I have. <clears throat> Sorry. Not a great way to start it off with a cough, huh? <laughs> but this episode, I was kind of, I mean, I do have ideas for what each show is going to be, and I do kind of keep notes, but it's it's not scripted word for word. Um, and this first episode was actually going to be a later episode, but it's just been stuck in my head that I thought, you know what, this is a good one to kind of start it off and kind of give an idea of what the show is going to be about. And this week we will be talking about the measurement of success of the criminal justice system. People throughout my time studying criminal justice and working in the criminal justice system have said, well, the system's broken. It's completely broken. And one reason they believe it's broken is due to the fact there are, at the time they were telling me this, over two million people incarcerated in the United States. I'm like, okay. And your point is, but it got me thinking. That does sound like a lot. Well, so I started looking into it on their comparison because of, they'll say, well, China's got a higher population than us, as, you know, a general population, and their incarceration rate's lower. So I'm like, okay, looking into that. And I, I actually. Did, did some digging and it's like, well, the United States is the third highest general population, third highest territorial. I could see us having a high criminal population in incarcerated, I meant. And the reason I, I say that is because we have different laws than every other country. We have different laws state to state. You can even go county to county. They each, the one county might be a dry county and the other county might allow liquor sales. So it's, it's very location based. That's the one thing about criminal justice and I believe criminal, criminology as well. It's very location based. It's, it's very The, the the laws in the area affect the studies because what's 
legal in the United States might be illegal in other countries, and what's illegal in those countries, I think I didn't reverse that. I meant to reverse that. But you get the point. <laughs> that it's not an equal playing field. So how can we compare our success rate with other countries when we're playing different essentially it's kind of like we're playing different ball games or we're playing uh, in different leagues with different rules uh, a good example is there's different rules in professional football than there is in college football so how do we measure the success of one player in one league to another player in another league and you'll I've seen this as a sports fan that a college player does amazing at the college level but struggles at the professional level so the measure of success is different of course there's a lot of external factors that come into play like I said earlier laws play a part uh, one reason we have a higher criminal incarceration population is due to we incarcerate drug offenders other countries will have similar drugs or the same drugs they're illegal in those countries but it's not a incarcerational offense oh, bump my mic I'm sorry so I really don't understand us trying to, to say we're not successful because we have different numbers. When I worked security, I was a security manager for a couple of different retail stores when I was in college and university, and they measured success by the number of people the security officers officers for those companies detain now detain arrest they they mean the same thing uh, depends on what state you're in on whether or not a retail store can detain a theft suspect uh, the state I lived in and worked in allowed for these detentions and they would measure success like I said by the number of thieves that were caught and, pro and processed or turned over to law enforcement. Uh, I remember I had a couple dozen, I believe, uh, at, at, one, at one store I worked at. Uh, the people would flee. They would run. Well, I did everything correct, and I approached them, asked them to come back in the building, and they ran. Well, that's not a successful detention because you didn't actually detain them or if I did get them back in the office they'd leave the office and run well that doesn't count because you weren't able to process them I'm like so these don't count just because they weren't processed but I did everything right and I'm going to get penalized because I didn't meet the fictional quota that the company made so that's kind of how I view 
I, I take that view. I don't like quotas when it comes to the criminal justice system. I think it causes uh, unnecessary risk on part of the professionals because they're trying to meet those numbers. Uh, they have a number that they have to stay below. They're tr they might turn away from certain things, or if they are struggling to meet their numbers, they might take greater risks, and it's not good. So quotas don't, in my opinion, have a place in the criminal justice system. It's it's similar to looking at, I'd say, another human service is the medical field. It's like saying, well, this hospital failed and is not meeting standards because they only treated 4,000 patients in one year versus this hospital in a metropolitan area where they had 20,000 patients in one year. Or another way to look at it is a worldwide retail store sold 5 billion apples last year. Well, the local single grocery store in your community sold 4,000. You can't say that that local store is failing based on the number of apples they sold. I don't, uh, I've, I'm hope I'm getting kind of explaining myself well enough to kind of get, kind of show where I'm coming from when you're saying the justice system is failing because we have a high incarceration. Sorry about the abrupt edit there. I, uh, I accidentally bumped my mic off the stand. So anyway, the, the point of this episode is kind of just give an introduction on what the topics are going to kind of be like, how the flow of the show is going to be. Uh, yeah, this this is my first episode. Um, I can only get better from here. So if you listen this far, I'd like to thank you. Uh, I don't know what we'll be talking about next week. I'm kind of just doing this as is. Uh, but I was... I hope you were able to get something out of this. I enjoyed doing it. I'm looking forward to doing more. But before I go, I would like to leave a disclaimer. I am not a licensed attorney. The purpose of these episodes are not to be taken as legal advice. They are, in my opinion, well, their opinions on my part, uh, I would like them to be more thought-stimulating and entertaining than taken as educational. So, thank you again for listening. I hope I was able to entertain you for at least uh, 10 minutes or so. Thank you.